y'all. My name is Abby Wilson. I have the honor of serving as Director of Guest Services at New Vision, and I am so glad you're joining us on our New Vision podcast. Here we are the week after Thanksgiving in this series we're calling Staying Grateful, and, and we're a week away. We're a week out, actually, I mean, from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was last Thursday, and so I don't know about you, but it's it's Christmas mode. Tomorrow's December 1st, and so we are full into the swing of Christmas for my family, for our church family. So um, let me go ahead and just say Merry Christmas to you. Hey, you know, as we are just kind of walking this week and and just remembering how we can stay grateful, what I'm kind of titling what I'm talking about today with you is I'm thankful for God's provision. I am a part of our women's ministry here at New Vision in a small group and this year, we have been reading the Bible chronologically using Terry Cobble's study, The Bible Recap. And so January to December started in Genesis, ending in Revelation at the end of the year. And, and so we've just been reading. We've been reading the Bible, meeting in our small group, answering some questions, and really just digging into God's Word and getting to know Him better this year. It's been really just a great time. But something that I noticed was happening, I, I really didn't even notice it until maybe mid-spring, is I was writing out in my Bible, anytime I saw the provision of God, I just made a note of it. I just put provision or God's provision or provision of God, you know, some note of that. I really didn't even realize I was doing it consistently um, until I was flipping back and looking. I was like, oh, I, I guess I'm noticing something here. And so now I have been intentional to to continue that through through our Bible reading this year, e- even when we've been in different sermon series and and I've come across scripture that might not even be in the reading that we're doing that day for the chronological Bible study, um, I've just been making note of the of the provision of God. That's something that has just stood out to me this year, and so I want to share some of that scripture with you. Some of the things that have stood out to me, I'm going to share a few um, that that are kind of from the that are from the Old Testament and and just really ring true in my mind. Um, I mean, I'm not going to flip through. I could flip through every page of my Bible and, and tell you the provision of God, but neither of us have time for that. So I'm going to hit some of the high points for, for myself and my own life of where I see God's provision in Scripture. Um, and then, and then maybe leave you with something for you to think about and how God is a God of provision in your life. Um, the scripture that I'm going to be reading today and and just flipping through, there's, there's not really, we're not reading through like a a specific chapter or a section of verses. There's going to be some flipping back and forth, but just so you know, the Bible that I read out of, it's the Bible that I study out of. It's the English standard version, the ESV. So if you happen to look up these verses or, or want to read along, if yours looks a little bit different, we probably just have a different, different translation of the Bible. So anyway, that's, I just wanted to kind of put that disclaimer out there. And so let's, let's dig in and let me share with you some of God's provisions in scripture. So if we look at Genesis, let's start at the beginning. Genesis chapter one, God created light. He created day and and night. He created the heavens, the earth, the seas, the things that grow on the earth, the vegetation. He created the sun, the moon, the stars. He created the animals of the sea and the animals of the land. He created the birds. He created man and he created woman. He was a God of of provision from the beginning. God made and God gave. He gave these things to man to rule over. He gave the land to man the land to man to to work and and for his good he gave rest on the seventh day god rested and so 
that's what he had created man on day six. So on day seven, they rested. And from the beginning, God is a God of provision. That that just really stands out to me that he gave in the very beginning everything that we would need. When when we move on into scripture and, and we got into Exodus as we were reading, one of the things that stood out to me, this is in Exodus chapter three, and it's when um, God is speaking to Moses and and kind of calling Moses to go rescue the people from Egypt, God says to Moses in verse um, 20 through 22, God says to Moses, so I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. After that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty, but each woman shall ask her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. You shall put them on your sons and on your daughters. So you shall plunder the Egyptians. God was a God of provision for the Israelites in Egypt. Here were these people that had been enslaving the Israelites for so many years, and they're just going to hand them everything that they need to sustain their physical lives for the next 40 years as they wander in the wilderness. He's a God of provision. He he made that happen in the hearts of the Egyptians. He provided for them. Now, this is going to seem a little bit strange, but I'm going to tie this together. If you look in Leviticus, which I don't know about you, but Leviticus is not always the easiest or just most entertaining book to study. There's a lot of laws and rules, but there's a reason that this sticks out to me. This is Leviticus 19 verses 9 and 10. It says, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge. Neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest, and you shall not strip your vineyard bare. Neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. Well, of course, it shows that God is a God of provision. However, what this links me to is one of my favorite books of the Bible, and that is Ruth. And in Ruth chapter 2, Ruth meets Boaz. She is is back in Naomi's land in in a land that is um not known to her. She is in she's a Moabite woman and and they are back in Bethlehem, but she goes to this field and in chapter 2 of Ruth Ruth verse 3 it says, "So she set out and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers." And she happened to come to the part of the field that belonged to Boaz, who was the clan of Elimelech. And so the reason that Ruth was able to do this is because of the provision of God that he set out in chapter 19 of Leviticus. He set these laws in motion to care for his people, to provide for his people. And so Ruth was able to go and glean from this land because of the law that God set up in Leviticus. Now we could we could keep going through the Old Testament. We could go page by page, chapter by chapter, book by book, and and learn about all the different provisions of God. But I want to skip ahead a little bit. I want to talk to you about the ultimate provision that God made for my life and for your life. And so let's flip to the New Testament. And this is the book of John, the Gospel of John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This word is Jesus. Let's read this again with that lens, knowing that that this is Jesus. And so in that light, it says, in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. Jesus was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Jesus, and without Jesus was not anything made that was made. In Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men. The light, Jesus, shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome Jesus. The ultimate provision of God in my life and in your life is Jesus. He sent away for us to have restoration and eternal life with him. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done in my life and in the life of all my friends that are listening to this podcast, wherever that may be. And so that is what has stuck to me this year. I'm not one that really does like a word of the year. That's not something that I've ever really gotten on board with. Um, But this has stuck with me reading through my Bible and learning truths about God. And for this year, for some reason, provision is what stuck out to me. And I'm not going to say I don't know what it was because I know it was God. I know that God has laid this on my heart. The Spirit has laid this on my heart to to be in His Word and to recognize His goodness, His grace, His provision. And I might not know exactly why yet, but I know that it's for a purpose and it's for His good and his glory. And so I pray that for you, that you could also recognize the provision of God in your life, whether you are on the mountaintop and you are seeing his goodness, or you are in the valley and you are just trying to get through. There is provision from God. He gives life and life abundant. All you have to do is believe in him, speak his name, cry out to him, call out to him, and he will answer you. I want to end our time today with this doxology from Jude. This is Jude verses 24 through 25. And I just think that this is a really sweet way to remember who Jesus is in our life, the role that God is as our Father, our Creator, our Master, our Savior, sweet Jesus. So let's praise Him in this way today. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. 